Praise the Lord and welcome to today's devotional. Today we're going to be talking about pride. And in Proverbs 6, 16 through 19, it talks about six things that God hates. And the very first thing is a proud look. Today in society, many people have a hard time recognizing pride in themselves, but they're quick to recognize it in others. You know, some people can seem stuck up, self-centered, or high-minded, you know, but when it comes to looking at that pride in yourself, Christians don't think they're proud. But a lot of times, that proud that that pride comes when we're trying to seek God for something on our own behalf. And we don't want to listen to what God has to say. And we're unwilling to wait for Him and His timing. And we rush into the matters. You know, we kind of get ahead a, a of God. Um, there's a lot of times when we're looking at a situation and we think, oh, well, God isn't speaking to me. He must be speaking to that person, not to me. You know, um, when Jesus was here, he had uh, a lot of ways that we could look at that would show how humble he was. And this is the, this is how we are to pattern, pattern our life after, is being humble. Um, he humbled himself, and he became obedient unto death. In Philippians, it talks about that. He told his disciples, my meat... My fulfillment in life is to do the will of him who sent me. He said, I can do nothing on my own. I can do nothing. So, you know, there's a lot of good examples that we can read when we're reading about Jesus and about what we need to do to be humble. But there's a lot of times when we look at ourselves and we try to um, mask those things that are hurting in our hearts because we think we can handle them on our own. And, and really, we need to look to Christ. We need to look to Him to help us with these situations and not to try to depend on ourselves. And uh, John, he wrote... As he is, so shall we be in this world. So he was humbled. He humbled himself. He knew that he couldn't do anything on his own. You know, a lot of times we, um, we want God's perfect will, but we're not willing to do what God has called us to do. You know, we will, we will ask people to intercede for us. We'll cry, you know, tears, of, a river of tears, and, you know, we're going to claim it. We're going to bind the demons, and, and we're going to, anything that will hinder us to get what we want, you know what, that's of the devil. Um, we will quote the Bible, and if other people do not agree with us, we'll go find somebody else who will agree with us. You know, one of the biggest traps to a Christian is a good idea, uh, because it's our idea, and it might not be what God really wants for us. Um, and the question is that what we need to look at in ourselves is, can we surrender that idea, that desire, to the cross, to what Jesus wants us to do. How can we walk unless we unless we look to Him, and and take those things and do not say I'm going to do it and you know you're going to pray with me and believe God with me. Uh, you know that can really destroy a person. We need to have um, you know at the cross there there is death there is um, you know it, that's where our uh, the price was paid and we need to look there. And we need to um, let go of our self-will, let go of those things that we have in our hearts that are holding us back from what God wants us to do. 
A lot of Christians are getting in trouble today, and they're hearing the still small voice, but they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it, and they're getting confused, and there's a lot of confusion out there. So we got to really be careful, and we got to really listen to that voice that is speaking to us, that's telling, them, telling us, just listen, be still, for I am God, I know what you have need of. If you will humble yourself and come unto me and, and let down, let your pride down, lay it down at that cross and come unto me, I will help you through this situation. So what I'm saying to you uh, today, Christians, is let that pride down, recognize that when it comes, and just give it unto Jesus. And praise the Lord today. I believe that you'll be able to do that if you look to him. And praise God and you enjoy your day. And thank you for joining us. Praise the Lord. That's right, Angie. And when, you, when you're thinking about pride and about humility, uh, it's very interesting. Humility is, is not about convincing ourselves or convincing other people that we are unattractive or we're incompetent or we're unimportant. That's not what humility is. Humility is not about beating ourselves up or, or trying to make ourselves into a zero. Humility has to do with submitted willingness. I want to say that again. Humility has to do with submitted willingness. It involves a healthy self-forgetfulness. Humility involves a revolution of our soul with a realization that the universe does not revolve around us. Humility brings with it to the believer the freedom to stop trying to be what we're not or pretending to be what we're not and to accept what one person called our appropriate smallness. Submitted willingness, a healthy forgetfulness, a revolution of the soul, accepting our appropriate smallness. This is what Jesus conveyed even by the way he lived his own life, as you brought out. He, Jesus learned what it was like to wear human flesh. He learned that obedience sometimes results in suffering. There's a whole, whole movement afoot in the church today that has tried to make suffering a dirty word, but it's not. Sometimes obedience will result in suffering. The writer in Hebrews tells us in chapter 5, verse 8, that even though Jesus was the Son of God, he learned obedience by what he suffered. Luke tells us in Luke 2.52 that Jesus learned and grew like any other child. He grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. Now this is God. And he condescended, he humbled himself to come here and become as one of us. He learned what it was like to create something with human hands. I mean, think about it. Before time began, Jesus created us with just a word, and now he stands by his stepfather Joseph with a piece of wood in his hands, and he's learning to create with his hands. So yes, when we look at the life of Christ, we can see learning, we can see humility. Jesus is our model, he's our example He's the one who we see the intended shape of our lives when we look at Him.
let me let me bear down on that point for just a moment. When we look at Jesus, we see the intended shape of our lives, and he learned humbly. So today, as we allow the Holy Spirit through the Word of God to drive pride far from us, we also submit ourselves to the Lamb of God, the Christ of glory, who wants to shape us into his very own image. Not an image, as Angie said, that we have come up with for ourselves, but one that he already knows is the masterpiece that he's making us to be. That's what we want to be willing to walk in today. And this, beloved, is the very opposite of pride. God bless you in Jesus' name.